0: Book four of the Ballad of the White Horse by g k Chesterton. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Book four: The Woman in the Forest. Thick thunder, and the snorting swine, enormous in the gloam, Rending among all roots that cling, And the wild horses whinnying, Were the night's noises when the king, Shouldering his harp, went home. With eyes of owl, and feet of fox, Full of all thoughts he went. He marked the tilt of the pagan camp, the paling of pine, the sentry's tramp, and the one great stolen altar lamp over Guthrum in his tent. By scrub and thorn in Ethendon that night the foe had lain, whence ran across the heather grey the old stones of a Roman way, and in a wood not far away the pale road split in twain. He marked the wood, and the cloven ways, with an old captain's eyes, and he thought how many a time had he sought to see doom he could not see how ruin had come and victory and both were surprise even so he had watched and wondered under ash down from the plains with ethelred praying in his tent till the white hawthorn swung and bent as alfred rushed his spears and rent the shield wall of the danes even so he had watched and wondered knowing neither less nor more till all his lords lay dying, and axes, on axes plying, flung him, and drove him flying like a pirate to the shore. Wise he had been before defeat, and wise before success, wise in both hours, and ignorant, knowing neither more nor less. As he went down to the river-hut, he knew a nightshade sent. Owls did as evil cherubs rise, with little wings and lantern eyes, as though he sank through the under-skies, but down, and down he went. As he went down to the river-hut, he went as one that fell, seeing the high forest domes and spars, dim green, or torn with golden scars, as the proud look up at the evil stars in the red heavens of hell. For he must meet by the river-hut them he had bidden to arm. Mark from the towers of Italy, and Colin of the sacred tree, "'an eldred who beside the sea held heavily his farm. "'The roof leaned, gaping to the grass, "'as a monstrous mushroom lies, "'echoing and empty seemed the place, "'but opened in a little space, "'and a great grey woman with scarred face "'and strong and humbled eyes. "'King Alfred was but a meagre man, "'bright-eyed, but lean and pale, "'and swordless with his harp and rags "'he seemed a beggar, such as lags, "'looking for crusts and ale.' and the woman, with a woman's eyes of pity at once and ire, said that when she had glared a span, there is a cake for any man if he will watch the fire. And Alfred, bowing heavily, sat down the fire to stir, and even as the woman pitied him, so did he pity her, saying, O great heart in the night, O best cast forth for worst! Twilight shall melt, and morning stir, and no kind thing shall come to her, till God shall turn the world over, and all the last are first. And well may God with the serving folk cast in his dreadful lot. Is not he too a servant, and is not he forgot? For was not God my gardener, and silent like a slave, that opened oaks in the uplands or the thicket and graveyard gave? And was not God my armourer, all patient and unpaid, That sealed my skull as a helmet And ribs for hauberk made. Did not a great grey servant Of all my sires and me Build this pavilion of the pines And herd the fowl and fill the vines And labour and pass and leave no signs Save mercy and mystery? For God is a great servant And rose before the day From some primordial slumber torn But all we living later born Sleep on and rise after the morn And the Lord has gone away. On things half sprung from sleeping, All sleepy suns have shone. They stretch stiff arms, the yawning trees. The beasts blink upon hands and knees, And man is awake and does and sees, But heaven has done and gone. For who shall guess the good riddle, Or speak of the holiest, Save in faint figures and failing words, Who loves yet laughs among the swords, Labours and is at rest? But some see God like Earthrum, crowned, with a great beard curled. But I see God like a good giant, that laboring lifts the world. Wherefore was God in Golgotha, slain as a serf is slain, and hate he had of prince and peer, and love he had, and made good cheer, of them that like this woman here go powerfully in pain. But in this great morn of a man's life cometh some time to mind, A little light that leaps and flies, Like a star blown on the wind, A star of nowhere, a nameless star, A light that spins and swirls, And cries that even in hedge and hill, Even on earth it may go ill, At last with the evil earls. A dancing sparkle, a doubtful star, On the waste wind whirled and driven, But it seems to sing of a wilder worth, A time disgrunt of doom and birth, and the kingdom of the poor on earth Come as it is in heaven. But even though such days endure, How shall it profit her, Who shall go groaning to the grave, With many a meek and mighty slave, Field-breaker and fisher on the wave, Woodman and waggoner? Bake ye the big world all again A cake with kinder leaven. Yet these are sorry evermore, unless there be a little door a little door in heaven and as he wept for the woman he let her business be and like his royal oath and rash the good food fell upon the ash and blackened instantly screaming the woman caught a cake yet burning from the bar and struck him suddenly on the face leaving a scarlet scar king alfred stood up wordless a man dead with surprise and torture stood And the evil things that are in the childish hearts of kings An instant in his eyes. And even as he stood and stared, Drew round him from the dusk, Those friends creeping from far off farms, Marcus with all his slaves in arms, And the strange spears hung With ancient charms of Colin of the Usk. With one whole farm marching afoot, The trampled road resounds, Farm-hands and farm beasts blundering by, And jars of mead and stores of rye, where Eldred strode above his high-and-thunder-throated hounds. And grey cattle and silver load against the unlifted morn, and straw clung to the spear-shafts tall, and a boy went before them all, blowing a ram's horn. As mocking such rude revelry, the dim clan of the gale came like a bad king's burial end, with dismal robes that drop and rend, and demon pipes that wail. In long outlandish garments, torn, though of antique worth, with druid beards and druid spears, as a resurrected race appears out of an elder earth. And though the king had called them forth, and knew them for his own, so still each eye stood like a gem, so spectral hung, each broidered hem. grey carven men he fancied them hewn in an age of stone, and the two wild peoples of the north stood fronting in the gloam, and heard and knew each in its mind the third great thunder on the wind, the living walls that hedge mankind the walking walls of rome marched were the mixed tribes of the west of many a hue and strain girth with rank hair like yellow grass and the cornish fisher gorillas and helmer come from his first mass lately baptized a dane but like one man in armor those hundreds trod the field from red arabia to tyne the earth had heard that marching line since the cry on the hill capital line in the fall of the golden shield and the earth shook and the king stood still under the green wood bough and the smoking cake lay at his feet and the blow was on his brow then alfred laughed out suddenly like thunder in the spring till shook aloud the lintel beams and the squirrels stirred in dusty dreams and the startled birds went up in streams for the laughter of the king And the beasts of the earth and the birds look down in a wild solemnity on a stranger sight than Sylph or Elf, on one man laughing at himself under the greenwood tree. The giant laughter of Christian men that roars through a thousand tales, where greed is an ape and pride is an ass, and jack's away with his master's lass, and the misser is banged with all his brass, and the farmer with all his flails. Tales that tumble and tales that trick. Yet end not all in scorning, Of kings and clowns in a merry flight, And the clock gone wrong, and the world gone right, And the mummers sing upon Christmas night, And Christmas day in the morning. "'Now here is a good warrant,' cried Alfred, "'by my sword, For he that is struck for an ill servant Should be a kind lord. He that has been a servant Knows more than priests and kings, But he that has been an ill servant He knows all earthly things.' Pride flings frail palaces at the sky, As a man flings up sand. But the firm feet of humility Take hold of heavy land. Pride juggles with her toppling towers, They strike the sun and cease, But the firm feet of humility They grip the ground like trees. He that hath failed in a little thing Hath a sign upon his brow, And the earls of the great army Have no such seal to show. The red print on my forehead small flame for a red star in the van of the violent marching then when the sky is torn and the trumpets ten and the hands of the happy howling men fling wide the gates of war this blow that i return not ten times will i return on kings and earls of all degree and armies wide as empires be shall slide like landships to the sea if the red star burn one man shall drive a hundred as the dead kings drave before me rocking hosts be riven and battering cohorts backwards driven for i am the first king known of heaven that has been struck like a slave up on the old white road brothers up on the roman walls for this is the night of the drawing of swords and the tainted tower of the heathen hordes leans to our hammers fires and cords leans a little and falls FOLLOW THE STAR THAT LIVES AND LEAPS, FOLLOW THE SWORD THAT SINGS, FOR WE GO GATHERING HEATHEN MEN, a TERRIBLE HARVEST, TEN BY TEN, AS THE WRATH OF THE LAST RED AUTUMN, THEN WHEN CHRIST reaped DOWN THE KINGS. FOLLOW A LIGHT THAT LEAPS AND SPINS, FOLLOW THE FIRE UNFURLED, FOR RISE UP AGAINST REALM AND ROD, A THING FORGOTTEN, A THING DOWNTROD, THE LAST LOST GIANT, EVEN GOD IS RISEN ABOVE THE WORLD. Roaring they went o'er the Roman wall, and roaring up the lane, their torches tossed a ladder of fire, higher their hymn was heard, and higher, more sweet for hate and for heart's desire, and up in the northern scrub and briar they fell upon the Dane End of Book four Recording by Gail Cato